Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022, and this is day 1653 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we honor you, and thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I thank you, Lord, for every single thing you've done for us, all the things you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for the scales being removed from our eyes so that we can see clearly through the lens of Jesus Christ to go forth and do exactly what you've called us to do. No matter how it feels, no matter what it looks like, no matter what anyone else says or thinks. Thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. I Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, you've got the power. You've got it through the power of the Holy Spirit. You have it to overcome the enemy. You have it to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. You have it to cast out demons. You have it to even lay hands on yourselves and um to be free from whatever it is that has been tormenting you. Uh, We go through things that can even torment us just even in our minds to make us feel that we're not good enough, to make us feel like we um, are not forgiven. And God is saying, you are forgiven. Do what I've called you to do. Let go of the past. We're going to take a look at what was happening here uh, with Peter and um, the other um, followers of God and how God used them mightily. Acts chapter 12, no, Acts chapter 5, starting in verse 12, and it says, The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. So that's like Solomon's porch. And no one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought their sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed Let me tell you, (laughs) they were doing the thing, right? They were doing their thing according to the word of God. They were, first of all, adding to the number of believers. They were ministering, encouraging, edifying, uplifting, so much so that people, as a result, it says people brought their sick and their lame and, you know, and just hoping that even the shadow of Peter would passed by them. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. You hear that? All of them. 
so often we don't even know or realize that either some people could be sick and some people could be dealing with impure spirits. They didn't stop as of today. It's still happening, but we don't deal with it in the same way. Uh, we have to understand and be able to discern. And a lot of times these impure evil spirits or what they are can come into us through a door opening. So it could be a door opening, something we take in through our mouth, uh, something that we smell in, something that comes in through our ear gate. Uh, so these are gates that, that these demons can enter through. And they enter through because of where where we are, uh, what we're allowing in. So for example, and when you look at the signs on a, on a store that sells drug, uh, alcohol and things like that, it says, um, it says something like beer and spirits, spirits. And I'll tell you, whenever I used to drink or at least try to, you know, my whole demeanor changed. Whether I recognized it or not, other people around me would have recognized that wasn't the same. I'm ushering in a spirit. When we do certain things, you know, and I shared about the edibles with you all recently and uh, how a lot of kids and grownups, but they're saying kids especially are um, falling prey to this along with many other drugs that the enemy is trying to attack our children with and how the concentration of the weed in those edibles are far more, more potent than what they might get when they smoke a joint. And so it's more than what they can bear and some have literally lost it, some have literally died because of it. That is another way of ushering in a spirit, uh, an unclean spirit, impure spirits. So we need to understand the difference. You know, we can medicate it and go to the doctor, which is nothing wrong with going to the doctor, but there's some things that we need to go to the church. And I'm talking a God-fearing, uh, Bible-believing church where they are functioning in those uh, gifts of the Spirit, where they are not denying the power of the Holy Spirit. When Peter walked by and they would see, hoping for his shadow, that was the power of the Holy Spirit. It wasn't Peter. It was God working through Peter. And we as um, leaders in the church, teachers, we have to understand that, not get big-headed. And uh, as God is using us to cast out spirits, to heal the sick. So let's go to our points. Point number one, are we missing out on the real reason for serving the Lord? Have we gotten so consumed by this world system that we've forgotten about showing the love of God to others, showing his mercy and his grace? Just as God gave us grace and mercy, we should be sharing it as well. Uh, not so quick to judge people or put them down because they're not walking in the way that that we feel they should be. And maybe they're not walking according to the way of the Lord, but those are the people that God may have assigned you to. It's not about church programs or how good the speaker is or, or the size of the church or the building or, or the number of people in attendance. We need to get back to the main thing, as we can see in the early church, 
People were attracted to the early church, however, by expressions of God's power at work. We need to have a hunger and thirst for that. When we get in that church or wherever we are with uh, a spirit of expectation, I'm going in expecting God's movement, uh, expecting healing and expecting deliverance from evil spirits to, to take place. It should be taking place every time we're together. So it's not about, um, you know, so it, with the early church, it was about God's, uh, the expressions of God's power at work, uh, the generosity and sincerity and honesty and unity of the members and the character of the leaders. And that is so vital. We all work together in unity when we're doing the will of God. And so the leaders must also remain humble, not get forceful and big headed. And the and and the members are or I don't even like the word members, <laughs> but those that are in attendance, our family, friends, what are fellow ambassadors, while they're there, uh, they too should the, be freely uh, receiving what God has for them. We need to ask ourselves: Have our standards slipped? God wants to add believers to his church. We need to be ready to receive them. And it may not be in a traditional way, in a traditional church building like we are used to. So understand that <laughs> because Jesus, he went from town to town and, and was walking the streets and wherever he was, people, you know, after he became pretty popular uh, because of the things that he did, would follow him, large crowds. And, and he tended to their needs, their physical needs first. If they were hungry, physically, he made sure they ate. Then he dealt with the spiritual. Point number two, are you so full of the Holy Spirit that people are being healed like they were when they waited on Peter to heal them through the power of the Holy Spirit? How about, let's just take a look at how the miraculous healings affected the early church. So number one, they attracted new believers. You know, people are going to want to come because they sense the sincerity and genuineness that this is not something phony or fake. This is real. Second, they confirm the truth of the apostles' teaching. You know, it, it wasn't uh, just based upon, oh, this is my opinion, what I've got to say. Uh, the Holy Spirit confirmed the truth of what was being taught through the actions that were taking place. And then third, they demonstrated that the power of the Messiah, who had been crucified and risen, was now with his followers. We have the same power that Jesus had. The power that raised him up from the dead is the same power, the Holy Spirit, working through us if we allow him to it's time to get back to doing the great work of the lord totally fully so let me tell you a few i've got a lot of stories here <laughs> so i based upon my time i i'll never forget um when the lord raised my husband from the dead you know, and all, and it was through the power of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. I laid hands on him. I'll, I'll tell you, one day I got home. This was early on, several years ago. He had 
had uh, a heart attack prior to this and he had been in the hospital and he came home, you know, and he was still a little weak. And I remember going somewhere and had to got home that evening. He was sitting in a chair, slumped over. He was alert, but he just didn't quite look like himself. And then he slumped over further. He he just he said a few words and the next thing you know, and I'm standing in front of him, I'll never forget this, and he you know, his head just fell back and his eyes rolled around in his head and it was like he had lost it. He began, his um, faculties uh, within him began to shut down. Um, he, um, you know, I'm screaming. And then all I could say at that moment was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. See, you may not have an eloquent prayer at that moment. The key is knowing the source, where it's going to come from. And that's all I could say was Jesus laid hands on him. And I'm with the other hand, I'm calling 911. And my husband comes back and he goes, why are you yelling at those people on the phone? <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The ambulance came and they said, sir, most people don't live through anything like this. He had like an aneurysm and it was totally the Lord. And that was one time with him. It was more than once, actually. Uh, I remember another situation where my hairstylist had been diagnosed with stage four cancer. I've been going to her for many years. She was a jewel. And I'll never forget she had never been to my church before, and she came, again, this was a few years, you know, maybe about, I don't know, it could have been about eight years ago, maybe, and I remember there were many, it was on a Wednesday night, and this was during the time uh, when there was a lot of foot traffic up and down. We were on 21st and Prospect, and lots of people, you know, that had all kind of other things they were dealing with also. And they were there and uh, to hear the word of God. And she sat on that front row and her life changed forever. She accepted Jesus as her savior. She sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And, you know, this woman was, uh, she used to be a model, very tall, statuesque, very beautiful woman on the inside and out. And God uh, blessed her tremendously. And I knew at that point she was ready to see Jesus. She let go of a lot of things. She was free. And then she said, Jackie, I've got a lot of things I want to give away. I want to I bless the people. She gave us a TV. She gave us all kind of beautiful linen, just so many things. And it blessed the people. And she too was blessed. I remember a time I was driving and my kids were younger and they were not in the car. I had just uh, gone grocery shopping and had some bags in the back seat. And this man nearly hit me. And I mean, it was going to be excruciatingly bad. And he swerved around and, you know, to, to miss me, he was like, you know, zigzagging in and weaving in and out of traffic. And and then he got out and he came over. He goes, ma'am, ma'am, I just 
want to make sure those kids were okay. I'm sorry, I just want to make sure the kids were okay. And I'm like, there are no kids <laughs> in the car. But you know what the Lord told me he saw? Angels. He saw my guardian angels. And that was another miracle. Now, let me tell you about one that just happened this year a few months ago. Uh, during the summer sessions of T-Zone with the youth. And it was just one of our regular days. I've been working with the kids for four weeks, each group for five days a week. And so we got to know each other well. And I remember we were in the middle of something. It was just like this downtime and the kids were working on projects. And there was about four or five of them sitting at a table and I was sitting with them. And all of a sudden the conversation shifted. And they started asking me questions about heaven and about hell. And where are they going to go? What is it like? <laughs> uh, what's going to happen when they die? How do they go to heaven? And I'm going to tell you the most miraculous thing happened that day. And that was those kids accepted Jesus. They asked. Listen, I... I'm a firm believer in not ever forcing any any Jesus off on anybody or saying, you must get saved right now. You know, although that's true, <laughs> but they asked and you know what? I was ready to deliver. <laughs> and it wasn't only me sharing with them, another young man who knew Jesus, he was answering their questions as well. They had lots and lots of questions and I thought it was so beautiful. And I said, well, you know what? If you want to accept Jesus right here and right now, you can. And that, that will secure your destiny with him. You will spend eternity with Jesus. They said, yes, Miss Jackie, we want that. And we prayed and they accepted Jesus that day. That, my friends, was one of the most miraculous things I had seen in a long time. And I've seen a lot of miracles a lot of the power of the Holy Spirit, so heavy. I remember walking in a church and and I and I remember them calling people up for healing and prayer and 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 I said, when I go up, I'm not falling. <laughs> He's not gonna push me down. And I'm gonna tell you something before I could get out of that aisle, before I could get out of the row I was sitting in, that pastor didn't even have to lay hands on me. The power of the Holy Spirit, I was out. You hear me? And the Lord did a great work in me. He was working. I mean, many times we'll see that in churches and wonder, whoa, what's happening? What's going on? That's the Holy Spirit doing a work. And I've seen so many and so many people delivered from evil spirits and, you know, then I had the privilege through the power of God to be able to lay hands on people and see that happen and pray for them through God. Not me. It's God. And I was so grateful to see and to witness this beautiful uh, occurrence with our teens. And these were like seventh and eighth graders. Maybe someone was in the ninth and the young man that was that knew the Lord, um, he was in the 12th grade. And I thought, look at God. That's what it's about. Now, what about you? Do you know Jesus as your savior? That is the key. That's what it's all about. That's the best miracle that could ever take place in your life. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart 
that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Yep, we're talking about those precious youth that we have the privilege of serving and teaching them life skills and workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. So please check us out. Push the donate button. Ask God to show you how much you should donate and be a partner with us. We are so grateful for your support. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.